Welcome to the Snake's Paw. I'm Jack Townsend. This is Basic Pitches, Episode 1, The Bruce Man. So as we mentioned in our first episode, we are going to be occasionally taking this space to uh, feel out some new ideas and also show off the brainstorming process because, of course, Jack is a creature of many, many ideas and there's just no way with an imagination that fertile for all of them to make it into the creation phase. So we're going to... I think show off is a very generous way <laughs> of describing what we're about to do. It's, uh, it's a many-faceted jewel. expectations just, reasonable here. It's <laughs> a little bit of polishing. Um, so we are going to... Uh, so Jack is going to pitch us on a concept for a movie or some other form of story. It's and an idea that no one else here has ever heard. That's uh, right. So we're going to be... Uh, they're going to be going into this blind, and then after the general pitch... Hopefully they can help me fix what's broken and uh, come up with a, a version of it that is acceptable. Yeah. Does that sound right? And who knows? By the time we're done, maybe we'll decide that this is something to uh, develop further. So, Jack, you want to take it away? Sure. Okay. So this is an idea that first uh, came to me a couple days ago, which shows how much time it's had to breathe. So taking the idea of Batman, uh many people's favorite DC superhero, I thought, what if Batman still had the entire same origin story, his parents died, and he decided, like, I'm going to take this fabulous amount of wealth to fight crime, except what if he just didn't have what it takes to become a martial arts master? You know, what if he's just kind of an everyday guy who just has an absurd amount of money and this bizarre obsession with beating people up and fighting crime, like getting his hands dirty? So I want to have that story. And we're just going to take this man, um, instead of calling him Bruce Wayne, we can call him uh, Wayne Bat, and he's Bruce Man. <laughs> and, uh, Bruce Man. <laughs> Bruce Man. No one knows who he is, because his name is Wayne Bat. He dresses up as a Bruce. He dresses up as a part Bruce, part, <laughs> part man, to strike fear into the hearts of criminals. But of course we know that he skipped leg day. He doesn't actually know karate. He doesn't know any of these things. But the sheer fact that he is a billionaire, that's more than enough, I, I would argue. So if you actually look at, uh, on average, how much money the real Batman spends in a given day fighting crime, it's close to $30 million a night. If you like, take all of his explosives that he just discards and they explode and all the damage that he causes. Jeez, um, I never thought about that. Yeah, he, he spends an absurd amount. He's got rocket fuel in his Batmobile. What if he just takes that money instead? And his approach to fighting crime is more, uh, these people are mugging a woman. He comes up, he's like, hey! And they're like, who are you? He's like, I'm Bruce Man. And they're like, what are you going to do? He's like, well, if you leave her alone, I'll give you both $100. And they're like, oh, okay, all right. Oh. And it gets even more, like, word spreads. And people are like, oh, there's this new person who's, who's lowering crime. And, like, you know, he'll, he'll give it the old college try. But, like, the first time he gets punched, he's like, okay, okay, I'm sorry. Here, I tell you what. Here's $1,000. Just, just go home. <laughs> take the night off. And, uh, you know, there's also going to be Alfred who's watching out for him. Who's trying his damnedest to, like, raise this, this poor uh, Bruce, uh, I'm sorry, uh, Wayne Bat. Uh, <laughs> so he's going to be like paying people to just be like, hey, listen, 
he's having a bad day. His parents are dead. He's an orphan. He's just trying his best. Here's $5,000. Just let him punch you. You know, like, he's not going to hurt you. He doesn't have any any lethal weapons. And, like, they're all like, well, this, I mean, I could go rob a jewelry store and roll the dice on getting pinched by the actual police. Or I could take this jewelry that Alfred has given me and just let this guy punch me. And just, he's going to have a great day. No one's going to get hurt. I get to go home to my family. And, uh, the inevitable conclusion here, as we always know in, in origin superhero stories, uh, the superhero always gets matched up against the evil version of that hero. Like Ant-Man, who can shrink, ends up having to fight Yellow Jacket, who can also shrink. Aquaman, who can breathe underwater, has to fight... I can't remember his name, who can also <laughs> breathe underwater. <laughs> Superman fights another Kryptonian. It, okay, so what would this look like for him? There's someone who wants to become a new supervillain in town. So his whole power is also, I'm just stupid wealthy. So the ultimate showdown is going to be uh, Bruce Mann is like, uh, henchman, put down that MacGuffin crystal that can destroy the entire city, (laughs) and I'll give you each $10,000. And then evil uh, version of (laughs) Manbat is like, no, all of you. Put the evil crystal back where it is and destroy the city, and I'll give you each fifty thousand dollars. It's like so a morality auction. It's a morality auction, exactly. And of course, the the henchmen or they're just gonna be like, "All right, let's keep this going." Sure, what else you got? And this is where the stakes finally get raised, where it's all of a sudden, "Ooh, we're up to like a hundred thousand dollars. If I spend that tonight, I'm gonna have to answer to my, you know, the the stockholders <laughs> in in Batcorp who are <laughs> wondering where the money's coming are going." Uh, so that's like the ultimate. Is he gonna still do it? They're both like sweating bullets. Uh, uh, that would be the perfect ending to the story if the superhero like, let ah, the supervillain win, just, so he could please just, the stockholders. Just let the city die. I don't know, guys. <laughs> My parents would not approve of this. Stockholders would or shareholders, I guess. Here would, yeah. would yeah, be shareholders. shareholders would be such a because Batcor is a is Deus a publicly traded. <laughs> <laughs> totally, yeah. Or like a board of directors would yeah. be would be getting involved. I also feel like the preview for this would be really fun because you could go through the whole thing doing a really conventional preview and everywhere that you would normally use the word action, nonstop action. You just say the word auction instead <laughs> and auction. see how quickly the audience could pick up on it. Do it with a growl. Do it in the Batman I'm, I'm sorry, non-stop in the Batman voice. Auction. <laughs> nonstop auction. Auction backed. <laughs> If you get like a, if you get Alfred to do the voice, you get like oh, the British yeah. accent. And it's, it'll, it'll if be you do the Cockney British accent, non-stop auction. <laughs> and eventually, people will realize that they got exactly what they were promised, just not what they expected. So, uh, yeah, yeah. What, what do you guys think? What am I missing anything obvious here, <laughs> <laughs> or is it already one and done, and we can I, move on? So, before the villain comes in, I kind of wonder, like. How so? If we're working from this guy's origin story, so only he knows what he intends at the beginning. Alfred is is patient number two in terms of sharing <laughs> the disease of this knowledge, and then criminals start to learn it pretty fast. Does the general public become aware of this? And is this is there kind of a Truman Show vibe to this thing where it's oh. being faked and everybody knows it but him? Well, here's the thing that um, I mean, we're building on kind of the same concept that uh, the real Batman story has already built here, and that's that. Um, Everyone who's important already knows his secret identity, right? Sure. So in this scenario, it would kind of be the same. It would be really hard to to swallow that this version of Batman would be any more clever. So everyone knows that it's actually 
uh, Wayne Bat, who's doing all of this. But you would have more incentive for the criminals to not screw this up because he is their cash cow. And if someone's like decides we're gonna finally take down this man who's stopping my criminal enterprise, we're gonna hire an assassin, and the assassin comes into town looking for who he really is. Everyone is going to be like, oh, no, you are not. You're oh, going to yeah. leave. Because... The whole city rises to defend him. Yes. Well, and, and <laughs> just the whole criminal underworld. Yeah, just... <laughs> <laughs> you could really, you, or, and it, you could also end up with uh, some kind of confrontation if indeed the, uh, the shareholders or the board of directors tries to bring a stop to this, like I imagine assassinations would begin. Oh, gosh, that would be so. But yes, you would, what you have effectively created here is. Uh, this person trying to do good and rid the city of crime has accidentally become the new godfather because he has minions <laughs> who just automatically go and, like, they are going to kill anyone who tries to mess with him. Uh, and yeah. so, so then, like, when... the police are trying to investigate who this new crime boss is, and they're probably even having conversations with uh, with Bruce Bat on a rooftop. Like, we don't know who this man Wayne, is, but Wayne he's well-funded. Wayne Bat, I'm sorry, yes. <laughs> Wayne Bat. I almost gave away his secret identity. Whoops. Who is Bruce Mann? The police are, of course, going to be as comically inept as ever. Sure. Oh, I mean, this is, and this is pure comedy. You know, we get all of the sort of darkness and sinisterness of the of Batman. We get translated into what sounds cool to this guy within his own head. So we're, we're getting very, like, artificially badass <laughs> kind of voice and so on. But uh, does... The arrival of the villain expose the story to him? Like, does our protagonist find out who everybody thinks he is when the villain shows up? Because if the villain's in on the story, all the villain needs to do is tell him, and the whole thing falls apart, I think that the villain is going to have to be just as comically unobservant as uh wayne bat is because yeah. like he he's almost lovable in that he doesn't know that everyone knows who he is and then the villain is going to be another billionaire whose parents didn't die and he's spoiled <laughs> he's just as bored except he doesn't have that same motivation to fight crime he wants oh my to god so the moral of the story is you're much better off if your parents are dead at least you won't be such a moral <laughs> and yeah really this is the these are Two people who are so like locked into their conceptions of themselves as a hero and as a villain that they can't like see outside of that. Yeah. Maybe even the villain also thinks he's the good guy, and he's, I'm the I'm the Hans Gruber, you know, I'm cool, and I'm gonna I'm gonna make the world a better place, and the way to do that is to destroy. Um, can't call it Gotham at this point. Uh, Gotham City. Gotham <laughs> City. Uh, <laughs> I'm gonna start over, and we're gonna rid ourselves of who, this mysterious uh, billionaire who's funding crime. And I'm gonna come in. And this is a, I'm, I'm feeling sort of a mid-sized sort of Flint, Michigan kind of city, or like a, it's a company <laughs> town from the the Gotham Company. Um, that's it's not like Noir City, like real Gotham that's based on a darker uh, New York. It's, it's gonna be like uh the waltons who own that piece of arkansas absolutely it's that city. yes like, none of the and buildings are more than three stories tall so but it all got very depressed <laughs> and very dark when the ham industry shipped out to china or something yes that's it yeah but he's, he's actually city, where the guy yeah, a really no dark version of this where the hero the uh, wayne bruce Bass. man, bruce man yes. <laughs> uh <laughs> <laughs> he's, you know, going out, spending all this money to fight crime. When in actuality, he's really just incentivizing crime um, <laughs> by paying people to do it, and and then so he can beat them up. But the corporation that he's a, 
like the head of is like Ham an Amazon type, yeah, exploitative like union busting, just awful business practices megalith, and then this other billionaire comes in who's like a slightly more ethical. <laughs> and like tries to break down his empire by bankrupting him by driving up the auction prices. So it turns out the villain is actually the good. Oh my Ooh. gosh! Well, at the yeah. end, you know, Wayne Bat he just wanted to uh, spend his nights beating people up, and like he's wasted all the stockholder value. So uh, Ham Incorporated or Ham International that he works for is now <laughs> crumbling. The infrastructure is not there anymore. So. The evil Ham megalith is <laughs> falling Amazon. apart. Amazon. Amazon. It was right there and we missed it. Amazon, of course. Oh my goodness. So Amazon is is destroyed. Uh, Alfred and Wayne Bat are happy. Uh, all the, the criminals now have enough money that they can retire. And like everyone wins. And like the sun rises <laughs> on a, a new uh, Got Ham city. And uh, that's your ending. And it's perfect. I also, well, I, want, I wonder if along the way, one more sort of enriching element to help that swell is even if kind of the general populace of the city is in on the joke in on the kind of heist that's being performed on, on Bruce Mann because they uh, either are, are tied to the, the company or the criminal enterprise themselves, but they would also all benefit because crime rates would plummet. Yes. Like, he would be the target of all crime. So like regular old muggings and carjackings and things like that would all just go away. It would they be would one of the safest cities to live in. They would time themselves around where uh, Bruce Mann was last spotted so Absolutely. they could like, be there. You'd have a, a, you'd have a whole like, mob of criminals going after that, him That's why to... they would be like dressed up like uh, supervillains too and like to really draw uh, <laughs> Bruce Mann's attention to them. Like, so whatever. Costume, yeah, they could get your Riddler names. costume with like the light up suits and stuff while they're doing petty crimes like playing dice in an alley or whatever so that he'll come like, hey, Give up illegal gambling and I'll give you $5,000. <laughs> you got us again, Bruce Man. Curses. So not only would all the criminals He's going to have a money gun, by the way. Be... <laughs> That's right. How does he deliver he, all of this? He shoots a stack of 20s anytime he sees people making crime. Crime plummets to zero. And, uh, and like you said, the police department, they're not going to do anything to stop him. They're like, we, we have a, a 20 on Bruce Man. Okay, well, let's go the other way. And, uh, and someone makes a patent adapting a t-shirt cannon to shoot money. <laughs> and that person is happy too. Yeah, I could see Alfred, or not Alfred, who's the person who always does uh, real Batman's inventions? We'd have the equivalent to him. Uh, who's just making better ways to spread the wealth to Gotham City? I think it's a really heartwarming movie in the yeah, end. Yeah, yeah. The yeah. only one to lose is uh, is Amazon. It's <laughs> <laughs> and they deserve to lose. So. It's totally a summer release. It's a I, feel I good it's summer a feel release. Good, yes, let's give him yeah. a dog too. If we're gonna go for feel good summer release, he has to have a dog. The dog lives. And the dog is smarter than him. The dog the is sm- the dog is moment. constantly pulling him out of like if he would have accidentally fallen into a hole or whatever. Okay, that's it. Yeah, <laughs> great. I think we've got all the credits on uh, on Bruce Man Rises. <laughs> Y'all didn't know that Jack was capable of complete warm fuzzies, mm-hmm. albeit with with crime. No and, one uh, dies except for Bruce Man's parents. <laughs> oh God! Well, actually, maybe it's not even that. Yeah, maybe they just they they move to a summer home, and he's like, I really don't want to leave Gotham City, but now I'm. Tr- <laughs> I'm so depressed. I want to beat up crime. 
Cool. So we have to think of the, the sort of <laughs> drop mistakes to zero. Pushiest, <laughs> most un, but oh, still sympathetic. So right before the credits roll, like his parents come back and they're like, you've destroyed the empire we built, but you, you found yourself and we are so proud of you. And here's a second dog. And then credits. <laughs> <laughs> yes. A movie with zero stakes. It's never been done. Beautiful, Jack. Thank you. Yes. This has been Basic Pitches. If you like this format, or if you have your own ideas you'd like to hear us take a crack at, feel free to leave us a comment or a message. You can find us online at thesnakespaw.com and on Instagram or YouTube at thesnakespaw. If you like what you heard, you can support this project and more like it at ko-fi.com slash thesnakespaw. That's ko-fi.com slash the snake's paw.